Hey family, thank you for following and trusting the path that led you here. This is Flow Space, Conscious Conversations with J&D. I'm Jerrica. And I'm Deandra. Our discussions will be led by intuition and spirit as we continue to evolve and learn about what it means to live an earthly human experience. Why do we suffer? Why do we suffer? Yeah. Which raises the question within myself. Why do we suffer when we're consciously aware of our suffering, which leads me to feel into the question of, are we truly conscious when we're creating our own suffering as suffering is a self-imposed experience? Yeah. And it makes me think that when you're not suffering or you're in a peaceful state of mind, it's easy to recognize, okay, when we are suffering, we're suffering because we're choosing to or because of our own doing. And it's so subconscious that we do it. You know, like you might have some sort of awareness because of the belief that we control our reality. But in the moments of true pain and suffering, it's not as clear vision to be able to say like, okay, Yes, I'm suffering right now and I'm choosing to and I have the power to not be suffering. So it makes me feel that the suffering is necessary in a way to develop our awareness and our consciousness. I don't think we're meant to be in eternal suffering, but the suffering like any other range of emotion plays a big part in our journey and our experience. Right. And what is that exactly? What role does it play in our evolution? I mean, if imagine a world where we only experienced pure bliss or pure joy and happiness and the greatest of great, how would we ever know the duality of things? How would we truly appreciate that greatness without ever having experienced the opposite side of that spectrum? And I personally have experienced the duality, so I don't know how it would be if I only experienced the greatness. Um, I don't know, like, if that's such a thing, you know? Yeah, for me, it comes up the concepts of how we're relating to our experience, because it can be something that is not ideal, but I can choose to not feel like I'm suffering through it, more so observing it through a more objective lens. Although that's a practice that we've come to realize is exactly that. Mm -hmm. It's a practice on this journey. And I feel that really basically sums up why it is that we suffer. And sometimes when we're suffering through something that is very not common for us to experience the circumstance that's causing the suffering, that's like a pivotal point in our evolution, like you were saying, because then we can surpass that and recognize the duality of what awaits us on the other side. So it's like a teacher almost. Yeah. And I think that like, because what you just said about the choice we have, like while experiencing something that we might consider suffering, um, if we're experiencing it and then we are so in it that we don't have the ability or the foresight to say like, okay, I'm going to just rock out and receive whatever I'm meant to right now. It kind of makes the cycle, the perpetuating cycle of suffering and the victim mentality continue until we gain that awareness and recognize 
the ability to change any moment because I don't want what we're saying to come across as like we're thinking that pain and suffering isn't a real thing that every human experiences because it is it's very real and it's very relatable but it's the way we go about the situation and the narrative we allow our mind to create that further induces our suffering or allows us to find like the silver lining in in any moment and I think about somebody that I've met like a long long time ago and I remember hearing the hardships of this person's life but they were speaking with such grace and softness and like such a warm smile it felt very genuine, their energy. And regardless of all that they were enduring, they were still so peaceful inside. And I feel like that speaks to at least where I would like to be so that the peace is always within me and my external world that might create a world of suffering or something unideal that I don't want to be dealing with um, doesn't impact my my baseline within yeah, and I feel like that's the step that we're in in our personal journey because of the self-reflection that we have been working with in our own being and our experience. It's allowed mm-hmm. us to get to this point where I feel like the choice is more readily available for us to choose grace and compassion for our experiences, although that wasn't always the first available option to us within our perception of yeah. what it is that we were experiencing. And still, sometimes it's not even the first option available to us, you know, like this journey isn't a one and done. Once you have the awareness, that's it. This is a forever. Every single moment that we are presented with an opportunity or an experience, it's literally the opportunity to make a choice and continue living the life that we strive for or to bring ourselves on like the wildest ride and just experience whatever the range of emotions the moment has to offer. Yeah, it is truly such a practice because just before us getting on to record right now, the setup that I have for the recording kept falling like two to three times and I had to breathe through it to not be frustrated because I'm like, I had it set up for so long and it was fine. And then the minute we're going to log on, it starts to fall. So I really use that as a test, a form of practicing what it is that we're speaking on right now, because it could have been frustrating from how, like, um, it was just very annoying, just tedious. Yeah. tedious weird. So I, I think like, it's a oh. good example. Yeah, I was like, no, I'm not going to let this tedious thing, because I had to keep readjusting it to get it perfect, the setup that I had, and I allowed myself to breathe through it and not attach a storyline like, oh, this is so annoying. Uh, like, let me have shortness of breath. So I became aware of how I was breathing. So I took more deep breaths in the moment and it allowed me to suffer less through readjusting the setup for us to record and not let it be long lasting and carry forward with my energy and how I showed up right now with you. Yeah, and then I think it's even funnier that once I had hit record, um, as soon as we start speaking, it cuts off. (laughs) (laughs) So, like, it just speaks to the energies that could be present and, like, what we can focus on. Because I do feel that at one point in time, we constantly go through, like, struggles with our recording. 
And sometimes it like takes us out where it's like, we can't record today. Like, this is it. But today it was just like, all right, what happened? I don't know. I don't know either. Let's just hop back on. There was no storyline uh, formulating in the mind on my end. And like from what you shared, you either. Where it was like, oh, this always happens when we record. Like, you know, the stories really can run wild if we allow them to. But I find having that conscious awareness of the inner dialogue and the thoughts that surface so quietly, too, because I feel like in this moment when that happened, it could have triggered an annoyance in me. But I actively worked to, like, reject that line of thinking where I was like, nope, we're not going to have any of those thoughts and we're not going to build any stories around the podcast or like the equipment. We're just going to keep moving forward. Yeah, exactly. Same here. And that's cool because that's a measurable example as to how we've minimized our suffering within this one experience. That's a continuous experience, you know, since it has been an ongoing like little things that would come up with us recording and that can be carried forward into any other examples that we experience in our life that can be continuous um, struggles or trials and tribulations that we experience. Mm -hmm. And I feel that the more that they repeat, it helps us further integrate and anchor in this practice of uh, releasing the suffering mindset with what it is that we're experiencing and bring forward more grace, ease, and fluidity and releasing attachments to narratives that aren't supportive of everything is working out in our favor. Yeah, and it's more, it's taking the more empowering approach because I feel that when you do have the subtle thought patterns or the narrative in the mind, the storylinings that are rooted in victim mentality, we become disempowered. And that's carried across the board, whether it's internal dialogue just with ourselves, like a task that we're doing where maybe we mess something up and we're really hard on ourselves internally, like, oh, how could you do this? This is so ridiculous. You know, like those little commentaries or even when it's with other people and then they may do something that triggers us and then we start putting blame on them and start the storylining. The storyline starts formulating where we're giving our power to the circumstance and to the other person, like losing control of how we can move forward. And I feel that happens so much during this human experience. So it's really nice to view every moment as this opportunity to better ourselves. And I feel yeah. like it will improve not only the relationship we have with ourselves and like the self-love, but then also the relationship we do have with others. Of course, it's all a reflection. And I feel it ties into taking responsibility for our life and what it is that we want to bring forward. and anchoring in that empowering perspective regarding that, just like what it is that we want to accomplish for ourselves and viewing these things that come up that can induce suffering if we allow it to as an opportunity to feel more connected to our power and therefore more capable to achieve what it is that we want for ourselves. Mm -hmm. It feels connected to what we were talking about before getting on the podcast, um, like taking responsibility like for our life and being certain with what it is that we want to accomplish and therefore that allows us to take the necessary action steps to bring forward that change that we desire for ourselves or like the successes that we desire for ourselves mm -hmm. and not feel discouraged by the path that's 
needed to be taken to achieve these things that we want. Yeah, and I feel like, again, like, I don't know how to best describe it because I feel that when you're in it, it's not always as easy. And I don't want to, after reading the blanket statement concept in the inner inner workbook, I don't want to say things that can appear to be blanket statements. And it sounds like the grass is always super green and bright on this side because that's not the case. Um, Because it's like, yes. We always have the ability to craft the life that we desire and we live the life that we want. But sometimes our circumstances do inflict these different trials and tribulations upon us. And, you know, it's just a theory. Who's to say that anything is like what it actually is if it's just to see like how we handle it, to make ourselves stronger, to better ourselves, whatever the purpose is, you know, God only knows what the purpose is. Um we really just have to continue focusing on the power that we have in the moment as opposed to like the whys. Why is this happening when I'm trying to do the best for myself or for others? Why am I presented with this? Because I feel like asking that why, it can be helpful so that you can get to the root cause of something that you're experiencing, but it's a slippery slope because it could slip you into victim mentality and take you further out of your power. Yes, by creating a narrative. Because that Mm could have happened just now with the whatever it is that showed up with us trying to record like these little moments, these little hiccups. We -hmm. could have gone down that path of like, oh, why is this happening? Oh, we're not meant to record right now. Blah, blah, blah. Whatever it is that's disempowering to what it is that we want to do. And it is a slippery slope, too, because sometimes things happen to redirect us for a greater purpose. So it's like, how do you navigate that dance? Yeah, and sometimes it doesn't, you know, sometimes the redirection isn't for what we can see in the moment as being a greater purpose. If you believe in the divine plan and you believe that everything does happen for a reason with such magnificent like orchestration, then yes. But again, being in a situation where you don't have that ability to see that because of the space that you're in, that could be super triggering to hear like, oh, my redirection is for my better when it's like, no, I just really wanted this one thing and I'm being redirected. Like, how could this happen? So I think it's to say, like, I actually, yeah, that is what it's to say. It's to say, like, to honor where we're at in every situation and circumstance so that we're not getting ahead of ourselves and we're not causing further pain and destruction to ourselves by hyper-focusing on our situation. It's like, if you have the ability to see the silver lining, do it. But if you don't know that it's okay, and eventually you will, the longer you're experiencing it or whatever the case is, life is going to unfold for you and you're going to be able to get out of the muddy situation that you may be experiencing because nothing is forever you know the pain isn't forever the happiness isn't forever the happiness can be but you'll have moments that it's like either super high or super low and that's like the beauty of this journey of life yeah that's really beautiful to share and because there's no like should have could have would have in terms of where it is that we are in our journey or what can be perceived as being stuck in a certain spot in our journey for Mm -hmm. longer than we want to through like imposing judgment on ourselves as to like, Oh, I should have been past this. I I received this lesson, et cetera, et cetera. Like there's such 
medicine in every moment of our life and being able to perceive it like that and extend compassion and grace for ourselves I think is like a great first step, no matter where it is that we are, like comforting ourselves and knowing that wherever we are is always okay and perfect, even like how deep it can feel that we're not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's really beautifully said because that is a really good first step. We always try to say like, oh, what is something that somebody can do? And I feel like that answers it beautifully. Because extending that grace and compassion for the self and knowing it's okay no matter what it looks like or what it feels like, it almost gives the feeling of the fake it till you make it, but it's not because it's really just like finding a way to reassure yourself. Even if you have to repeat an affirmation or a mantra or just simply say like, it's okay. I know it doesn't feel okay, but it is okay. Over and over and over until you really start believing it because the sooner you believe it i feel like the sooner reality then changes and reflects to you that it is okay yeah and just like the inner workbook shares um which is where i feel like this philosophy came forward for me we're perfect underneath whatever our circumstances are like we're innocent in the grand scheme of it despite whatever it is that we're imposing ourselves or we're experiencing And I feel like that can be a large pill to swallow when we're experiencing such what can Mm -hmm. appear as adversity. Um, But I found that to be very reassuring when reading about where we would like to go and the desires and successes that we would like to achieve for ourselves. And because we haven't achieved it in a time frame that we would like to, it can feel like, um, like we're punishing ourselves through like feeling disappointed by not fulfilling the expectations we had for ourselves. So reframing it to it's okay, like it's all perfect, it's happening how it's supposed to be happening um, was very reassuring. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Like trusting in something greater than ourselves brings a lot more peace to the moment because then we have something to believe in. There's a underlining faith that's with us in every moment. Yeah, and I feel like that ties into the question of how we can find happiness within ourselves in our current circumstances, regardless of what they are. Mm -hmm. So how so? By perceiving and connecting to the faith that is available to us in every moment. That's available to us because we have that belief, you know, that may not be everyone's belief, but that is something that allows us to move forward no matter what's unfolding. Um, But as I say that, that's sometimes hard to connect to when really deep in the midst of something that we're suffering through, through our own choice. But in the moment, it may not feel like it's our own choice. It can feel like all encompassing. And in those moments, I recall myself like reaching to that affirmation, although I couldn't really fully believe it in the moment. It gave me an anchor to swim through that sea and eventually find the shore. Yeah, that's so beautiful. And what it makes me think of is how 
how much we place our happiness outside of ourselves and that's why it can be difficult or that's why we may experience suffering and it can be difficult to find happiness in the current circumstance or situation because we're seeking this external happiness when truly the happiness is within our soul within our heart within us and whenever you're seeking it without like outside of yourself that's when you allow space for the happiness to be taken away because maybe it's happiness you're associating happiness with a materialistic item or you're associating happiness with a person or a place and it's like okay i'm only happy when i'm in this place or i'm only happy or i feel my happiest when i'm with so and so and or i'm the happiest when i eat x y and z you know like all of these different examples because i do feel that as humans, we do associate our happiness with places, materialistic items, or people. Or sometimes, uh, so, so like, what is the word? Solidarity. Like when we're by ourselves, sometimes that people are like, oh, I'm the happiest when I'm not with my kids or my family. You know, like I need my peace by myself. And those are all really um, good examples of how that's such an illusion. Our peace and our happiness is the choice that we're constantly speaking of. We have the power and the ability to choose happiness and find it within our heart and our soul. We have the choice and the ability to find our peace within our heart and our soul because that, I feel, is our truest uh, vibration. That's like our home frequency. Every single human, every single living being, because we were created with such divine purpose and love, that is what we are. So, Yeah, I mean, it's what we come into this world being. We see it in children and babies, you know, so it must be true. You know, like the proof is in the pudding, just in the fact that we are all brought into this world, into this world with that same frequency. And somewhere along the way, we start to associate our happiness and our joy and fulfillment with these external things. Mm -hmm. If and when X, Y, Z is done, either the partnership, the job, the house or whatever, then we'll feel truly fulfilled and happy and joyful when really if we can cultivate that and access that in every moment we'll feel more connected to our power and our ability to achieve yeah. these things that we do want for ourselves because it's not to say that it's bad to want things for ourselves but it's another thing to say that these things are the source of our happiness it's outsourcing our power it's a form of giving our power away so this topic and how we're speaking on it is helping us re-empower ourselves and and remind us of the power that has always been present if we can connect to that joyful nature that has been with us since birth yeah because i feel like at least for myself, and I'm sure it's very relatable for others, we have set goals for ourselves and have like foolishly thought, okay, when I do this, I'm going to be so happy. I remember like such a micro example is I used to say when I move out and I live by myself, this is when I lived with my sister. I was like, when I move out and I live by myself, I'm going to juice every single day and I'm going to be so happy for my morning juices and I'm going to be so healthy. Or like another example was when I move out and I have the ability to have all my space to myself, I'm going to be so happy because I don't have to share space and worry about cleaning after each other. And then I moved out 
And those things that I thought would bring me happiness didn't necessarily bring me happiness because now my happiness changed. It was like, okay, when I have a house, I'm going to be so happy because I'm going to have a garden and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. And then I get the house and then my happiness changes again. And it's like, okay, when I am living on an island, I'm going to be so happy. And I can realize that within myself that it's like, once I achieve the goal I set for myself, then I start changing where my happiness is. And it's always a chase for this happiness. And that's very unhealthy, in my opinion, because then it's like, when am I ever going to be in this present moment and experiencing the true happiness that surrounds me for the abundance that I experience, for the love I experience, for every single little thing that I experience, that's where my happiness lives. And if I continue thinking of the future and all of these goals and associating the goals with my happiness, I'll never be able to experience the pure happiness of the moment. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It speaks on the power of gratitude, experiencing gratitude for where it is we are along the journey, knowing that once ago, this was just a dream. And it also speaks to what's available to us in the present moment. And the present moment is all that we truly have. So to think outside of the present moment is to remove ourselves from the happiness that's available to us. And induce the suffering. Exactly. And that will just be continuous. And Mm -hmm. it speaks to there's so much more happiness along the journey, because once we get to the end point, then there's going to be a new goal, a new destination in mind. So along the way, when we can see how things are working out in our favor, seeing the magic and the abundance and the love and the grace and the gratitude available to us along the journey, then we can perceive it like that. And it's not to give it as like a blanket statement, but it's more so to give it as a hopeful possibility that's available to us on pursuit of the things that we want. Because it's Mm -hmm. not to say that we don't need to have or we can't have pursuits and, and goals, but it's not to identify with them so much that we don't connect with the journey and the present moment that's getting us there. Yeah, I think that's so powerful what you just said, because there is absolutely nothing wrong with having these goals and these aspirations for ourselves. You know, like every goal, for example, when I wanted my own place or wanted my own house, these are things that have tremendously up leveled me as a person. And it's not good or bad. You know, things just are. We put the narrative and the feeling of them being good and them being bad. They're not that. It's just when we start associating our success with our happiness or anything when we attach any sort of thought or feeling to something that's when we take ourselves out of that present moment and i know i remember maybe like 10 years ago there was this quote um it's like a remix of the grass is greener where you water it not necessarily greener on the other side it really stuck with me because i remember wanting to change jobs And then finding like, okay, I thought this new job would bring me the peace and happiness I was searching for, but instead it brought me headaches. So how can I change the circumstance that I'm in? And it's like, do my all in the moment, choose my happiness regardless of what the circumstance looks like. And I feel that that quote is really applicable to what we're talking about because it's like, whatever it is that you desire, whatever it is that you want, go for it, do it, take the necessary steps, but don't... induce this state of suffering because of a lack mindset because you don't have it yet 
like you said, be present, be grateful, really express gratitude for the steps that you're taking to get there. Even if it's just a thought, even if your situation is only allowing you to have the idea, nothing physically manifested as of yet, that idea is working wonders on the energetic world. So it really provides the the vision, the hope for what's to come for you. And I think, or not just for you, for any single person for listening, um, it provides the power that we need to then take control and make the choice to choose happiness. Yeah, throughout the journey, because as you were speaking, it reminds me of our self-worth and value and not associating that with external experiences <laughs> or accolades or uh, measurable versions of success that uh, society would deem as successful. It's knowing that we are always worthy and valuable how we are in every moment and it's not with these external things that will determine our worthiness and our value because i feel that's an important piece when determining what it is that we're striving for for ourselves and if it's truly rooted in our in our in our soul's mission what it is that our soul really wants for us to experience here thank you for listening continue flowing in your own space by simply being If this resonated with you and you feel called, please be sure to follow us, like, and share. Until next time, wherever you go, give yourself space space to to flow. flow. If you would like to support us, you can check out our affiliates mentioned in our show notes or on our website at flowspacewellness.com and go to our affiliates page. We have affiliates with Greenfield Water Solution, which brings life back into your water, with Lil's Basement, which are handcrafted polymer clay jewelry incense holders and cute creations for your body and home, life-changing energy which supplies sound healing instruments such as crystal singing bowls singing pyramids and tuning forks the original himalayan crystal salt which is our go-to for salt to make soleil and then baja gold salt company which we love to cook with their sea salt you can also support us by leaving us a love donation any comments on our social media pages or our youtube and also sharing our podcast with your friends, family, coworkers, and anybody you feel would benefit from our message. Thank you so much for joining, tuning in, and listening to us and sharing this space. And we look forward to connecting with you in the future.